Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let me ready. What was that? That was Jules Holland. Jules Holland. Thank you, Jim. Jim. Well, I don't know if Jim thinks it sounds like that. He just I'm knows just what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Do Pingu. No. Come on. No. That's Daffy Duck, isn't it? Yes. Okay. If you can do an, a duck or similar impression, then I'll do Pingu or something. And it has to be above the bar that I'm going to okay. say. Should we do the intro like our respective impersonations ducks. of ducks? Come on, Jim. Ow, ow. What was that? That was the same duck. Oh, I can't no. take the on the Roger like a duck. No, no, we're not. We've had that duck. Do another duck. Yeah. Is no. Just a real duck. Do Ed the duck. That was. <laughs> Come on, give us a pingu. There you go. All right, we're ready. It's great. And I guess that's why they call it the Blues, everybody. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Manchester City have taken a step closer to the treble. It's Monday for the June. I'm Marcus Spell. I'm Jim Campbell. And I'm the Hunter-Raja. Hi, everybody. Good to have you with us. Oh, it's the start of the working week, Jim Campbell, and you are looking bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Thank you, mate. Vish? Yep. How you doing? Good. Good. Big one, was it? No, just hay fever. 
It's a lot oh, of bleary-eyed hay fever no. on this side of the room. Oh dear, yeah. sorry, I've got mine out of the way, so I'm now good. Yeah, mine decided to start as I'm about to get into a busy period of following a f- summer sport, for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah. So that's good. Ah, if only someone hadn't have chosen your career for you. <laughs> um, uh, let's have some highlights of the weekend. Jim, why don't you get us off to a brilliant start? Um, I'm going to. Um, it, it, Graham Souness back at Galatasaray. I don't know if anyone's seen this during the rounds, um, but uh, Galatasaray won the, the league in Turkey over the oh. weekend, and um, Sui was back mm. at the end of the end of the match. He was roaming around the pitch, waving that flag around. I want to make it clear he was invited to. Yes, um, and he didn't. You know, this wasn't the same as him. You know forcing the flag into his rival's pitch Which but it was obviously a reference to that indeed yeah and it was beautiful it was and and that footage of Sunis when he they they were away from home weren't they when they won they the were. league when he was manager of Galatasaray it was yeah it was it was a rival and he planted the flag in the middle of the pitch which is like just proper declaration of war after you've <laughs> won the war yeah, yeah well no it's it's um it's it's a conquering isn't it i suppose it, it is yes it's it's Dare I say colonization? But uh, you don't put the, you don't put the, the thing about Sunas putting the flag in there is a lot of them were still about. You yeah, usually do that say, when the other army's done. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, it, it, I mean it was unwise ultimately. A great turn of pace though. Yeah, gets out of the way of a few kicks. In my head, he's wearing a full shell suit. Yeah. Yes, no, he was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was, but it was, it was a, a, an exceptional moment. It was an exceptional moment. No two ways about that. And it was lovely that they did a nod to that. Yeah. Lovely. Okay, yeah, it's, conf- that it's conflicting, isn't it? It is, it is. But let's not pretend we don't enjoy these things. I bloody enjoyed it and I'm glad it happened. Great start. Vish. Uh, my highlight of the week comes from the A-League, predictably. Um, you absolutely love it, don't you? I do, but this was the grand final. Right. So I've got more reason than any, than any to uh, have it as my highlight of the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, also... Our friend in <laughs> my friend in yours even, yeah. Jason Cummings. Yep. Got a hat trick for Central Coast Mariners against Melbourne City. Oh, yeah, did he? Jason Cummings I was gonna say affectionately known as the cum dog. Known by himself and thus now the rest of the world as the cum dog. Yeah. Um responsible for one of the greatest lines of commentary when he scored his first goal. He's his deal is up um with the A League this season and there's talk of him going to India. Mm-hmm. And so the commentator, upon him scoring that opening goal, obviously he went on to score a hat-trick, but the first goal was all the more important because it provided us with this piece of commentary. He might be about to leave for India and become the cum-dog millionaire. Oh, my goodness. That is quite good, actually. Cum-dog millionaire. For for that amount of context to align, Mm. for that to just be a a relevant (laughs) statement is fantastic. (laughs) Well done, reality. <laughs> but you know, you know, we talk about like, you know, on the drop in, we, for example, we've had various different commentators talk about, you know, their process and they all have their color coded notes. And yeah. They are so diligent with what they do. Trust the process and all that. <laughs> yeah. But a, a professional. Why can't you say that, don't they? No. <laughs> not, having that. not having that, mate. Really? Not, not having you having a dig at. Mikel Arteta, yeah, like he started that. it. Ish. Season's over. He never started it. Loads of people say oh, trust the process. Uses it a lot. Okay. Yeah. Emil Smith Rowe had it tattooed on himself in Spanish this weekend. No, he, he no, no, he didn't. He did. Yeah. Well, no, he, he, he did. no, he I didn't. You he did. Okay. He might not even be there next year. What's he doing? I, I think that's probably a sign that he will be there next okay. year. Imagine if he sells it now, though. <laughs> that would oh, be. Oh, I got your slogan. To, oh, yeah, but, but but if he sold him to Manchester City, 
he would then trust their process and no doubt that would be yes. better off for it. Maybe probably. he just likes process. Yeah, true enough. Anyway, sorry, Vish. Are you still going on about this? No, well, you, you asked me what the <laughs> highlight of the week was. That's it. Okay. Are you still going on about that? <laughs> You've gone rogue already. We're, what, yeah. six minutes in? Oh, uh, dear. Great. So, come dog millionaire. Yeah. I mean, that's a great that's, line, isn't it? It is. It really is. You liked it two minutes ago. I, I still like it now, but I'd like to stop talking about it if that's okay. <laughs> Um, so would I. You my, asked me. We'd all like to stop talking about the cum dog, yeah. but he won't let us. Stop he saying just keeps dog. popping up. Um, my highlight of uh, <laughs> the weekend was Manchester City taking the step closer to the treble. <laughs> That's my highlight. Do you feel good about that? I feel really good. Do you like that? I really good. It was just, you know, the same weekend Celtic won the Scottish Cup, RB Leipzig <laughs> won the German Cup. Yeah. Just a very romantic weekend for football. It was. You know. Um, well, let's go to the FA Cup final. Manchester City 2, Manchester United 1. Uh, and they are two-thirds of their way through a treble. And Guardiola himself said, now we can talk about the treble. And I thought to myself when he said that, ooh, is that the moment? Is that the moment where they take their eyes off? Um, but yeah, look, it's, uh, you know, you, you, you can't deny it. They are a phenomenal side. And... 12 seconds, was it? Or someone say 13 yeah. in? Couldn't believe it. I It was just one of those moments where you just go, it's their year, isn't it? Yeah. It really is their season. The only the, the one thing I always remember with these quick goals that you see, you, you don't see many scored in the first 20 seconds of a, of a game, let alone the first sort of 15 seconds. I always hark back and think, my goodness, San Marino did score after nine seconds. <laughs> I loaded up my stream to watch it, and as they kicked off, yep. someone went, Vish, they've scored. Yeah. <laughs> they kicked off. You're like, nah. The delay. Was it your brother? It was the delay's worth of goal. That, wow. that was unreal. Yeah, did, your brother messages you when Man United equal. It, it, it can see, doesn't he sort of go, Ooh, Yeah, or he voice notes me, <laughs> Sue. Is that right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, got a lot of those this season. Um, there was yeah. a chap I uh, there was a, a a chap I met once. Um, was a big Hibs fan, um, who was quite well connected to the club. And he said that a family member is it maybe his uncle, someone is a, is a Hearts fan. And every time Hibs would concede a goal, uh, any with midweek game on the weekend or other sort, he just texts him, "Whoops." <laughs> 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 Quite enjoyable, yeah. but yes, but, but uh, a fantastic goal. Yeah, I mean, it's the sort of thing where it's it's not even like it's really come from a mistake, is it? No, it's just it's a total it's just a brilliant punch. goal. They from shouldn't a brilliant have, player. they shouldn't have let it bounce in between you know the penalty box and De Bruyne when he's encroaching on. But other than that, like it's well, I said it was a, it wasn't even no, it wasn't a sucker punch. It was it was a. It was a cold punch, I said, but what would you sort of... It, no, it, wasn't, it was just the first punch. Yeah, it was just a really early... Just a really, one. really heavy blow. <laughs> but that's that's the surprising thing about Gundogan's strike there, because you'd think even even though they go through the warm-up and, and everyone's really prepared, mm. you know, we've even at a low level of football, you want a couple of touches first, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Before you attempt a first-time yeah. volley. Yeah, and also... Like, he so could, one, one Man United touch, was it, before... They scored. Yes. Well, the, the, the essentially set up the volley. Yeah, yeah. right. I, and he probably thought to himself, "Oh, it's not going to get much better than that, is it?" <laughs> for the, for the, the the remainder of well, the that's, game. Well, that's that's the thing. He totally fucked up his second volley, <laughs> and that went in as well. <laughs> I know, when it's your day, it's your day. Uh, but it was it was a remarkable start, and even Guardiola, who looked very. Uh, I don't know, relaxed and loose and happy and joyous when he was being 
interviewed after. He was saying, oh, you know, this is what we planned, the long ball. And he was joking and laughing around. I thought, we don't often see him like that. I think he's a, re- he's a real character, this we know. And I think sometimes people can mistakenly think Guardiola is... A pervert. A pervert. No, uh, is... <laughs> careful. Um, is a little bit more like, I say, a Marcelo Bielsa type, who's sort of a little bit introverted and... and not necessarily introverted, it might be the right word, but, but, but that's quiet the, and retiring and I'll let the players just get involved in celebrations oh, and no, all that. No. He's not like that at all, of that, course. But that's the difference between him and Bielsa, I suppose, and that's why players respond to him because he is emotionally invested in them as people as well. Yeah. yeah. And they, they recognise that and yeah. they, they acknowledge the fact that you can play at that level, you can be at that level uh-huh. and still have a humanity to you. Yeah. He's, Even though he's a bit chaotic, like his celebration for the second good one goal <laughs> is one of the worst things I've seen an adult man do. <laughs> In that setting, uh, <laughs> you know that's worse than Pardew, I think. Because, no, it's not. Yeah. No way. It is it is because no, it's not. Because, no, because no, even, no, because no. even the Pardew thing, there is a semblance of rhythm there. We might not like it. No, but, but Pardew was so contrived. There. It was so contrived. Yeah, it was contrived. Guardiola's yeah. in the moment, and yeah. obviously it's Pardew's funny. trying to make everything about himself. Yeah, <laughs> Guardiola's just being his very weird. The cameras, self. obviously, the cameras are always on the managers, and and so. I'll take Pardew over Guardiola any day. Okay, <laughs> fine. I mean, I'm not to hang out with him. I'm not going for a drink with him. All right, okay. I didn't well, manage a football. I think both <laughs> both have got their merits there in terms of the story. Because you're not. Let's be honest. You're not going to befriend either of them. Yeah. But Guardiola, I reckon if you went for a drink with Guardiola, it'd be like. Unfortunately, what I haven't really experienced with P, but I would like to. But I remember you yeah, two well. both saying, <laughs> you two both saying that he's the type of person where he'll go to a bar and after a drink be like, I need to go somewhere else. Yeah. Mm. But just. For the sake of going somewhere else, oh, rather because that bar is not any good. Yes, 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 yes. Anyway, yes. I reckon that's Guardiola. You'd be exhausted. Yeah. After. But Guardiola is, is, is an amazing mix of, because what you were saying there, there's the, that, the humanity side of him gets the players responded. You, again, because of the tactical innovation, because of the genius behind all that, you could say, well, he's all head. But he's, he's as much heart as he is head. Oh, yeah, he's a very emotional manager as well. Yeah. Isn't he? But he's he's very good at getting his teams to channel that emotion. Mm. And... and um, I suppose, use it in bursts where they need it. Yeah. And this game was a really odd spectacle after that game. I don't know how you felt watching it. After the goal. After the goal, yeah. Mm. How you felt watching it with with skin in the game, Fish. But um, you're in a really weird situation up against Man City when they've scored that early because they're so press resistant that you you actually, if you really go after them, you kind of, you potentially put yourself in a bit of trouble to the point where I wonder if that like mythology is so strong around them that mm-hmm. actually you probably could press them and you might get a bit of joy, but teams just don't. With, with regards to um, Man City is, is that, you know, this has been such a season of two halves for them. First half of the season, uh, we know that they, did, for their own standards, didn't quite convince. And the second half, um, they've been absolutely superb. He knows his best team now. He knows how to play even though they have lots of different ways of playing within that if you see what I mean do you think it's funny because of the conversation people were having I think probably they were having this conversation for the sake of having a conversation but at the start of the season when there was the pontificating about whether Haaland Mm -hmm. makes him stronger or weaker Mm -hmm. but weirdly I think I I totally agree with what you say in terms of he knows his best team and he's known it for a while Mm -hmm. but I think he's helped by having one of those positions plugged by Haaland yeah Yeah. true but I think if you look around um, European football at the moment uh, who are who are the great teams? You know, I mean, look at the, look in the Premier League. Arsenal, the second best side this season, and they outperformed. Uh, nobody would have thought they would have finished second. Mm. And so Manchester City, it, it it is a real opportunity for them. They've won two out of three. There's there's not a lot of quality in the Premier League compared to one, two, three, four seasons ago. Really, no. looking at Liverpool there, who 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 were challenging Manchester. I, I think that's 
quite temporary though, isn't it? That's it, because of the form of those teams. Of course. Than okay, the, so so the form of the teams, the, however you want to say, you know, Liverpool slightly in transition. Sorry, and I mean like literally this year. Obviously, you you are talking yeah, yeah, about yeah. form, really. But you, but but yeah, you take your yeah. chances. I mean, well, Leicester City was the same when they won the league. You know, but there's the window of opportunity. Can you take it? And Manchester yeah. City, obviously, very different to Leicester City. Uh, not comparing the two, just more talking about this this window of opportunity in which they could have that that transitional period within the season because they didn't have a ninety odd point season. Mm. Uh, a, a Liverpool having a 90 point season so so you have that and in, and in European competition again who are the great teams in Europe we thought Ancelotti's man well look at the way they put them to the yeah. sword in one of the finest performances you will ever see there's no on one a near them pitch. and that's, that's exactly. what's so, 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 so galling about it exactly it? So, and Liverpool going back to them are a sort of great example of this mm-hmm. and actually the 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 points total that Arsenal's form was on at mm-hmm. various points during the season mm-hmm. that they would mathematically need to get to and the, and the, the form they'd need to maintain. You, teams have to have their best ever teams yeah. to, to get these point, points totals yeah, down. Yeah. And that's like, it's, it's just crazy. Indeed. And that's what makes me think that, you know, I'll be very impressed if Inter can even give them a game. Yeah. Because they're so brilliant at stifling teams with possession mm-hmm. that um, it's sort of... You're not really going to get a back and forth against them, are you? No, because they are—they're so in control of every aspect of the game. Well, what did you think of this one? Because I mean, two-one. You know, the Gundogan's second goal, the Hayes a little bit criticised. It, it, it slightly reminded me of that Cantona goal against Liverpool in the '96 final, yeah. was it? Um, or J- James had come out and punched that, and was <clears throat> was a little bit in no man's land. Yeah, but it reminded me of it in that it, it seemed to. It, that was a truer hit than Gundogan's one, yeah. but it, it goes through a group of players, and you, you think, as the ball's sailing through the air, well, somebody's going to stop that. Mm. And well, it it's, finds it's the back when of the net. I think it's Lindelof turns to look at De Gea, and, and you could tell, even from the <laughs> yeah. back of De Gea, Lindelof being like, "Oh no, you've got that." Oh, maybe not. Yeah. And slow motion, you know, often doesn't tell certainly the the truest story in those kind of situations. But it, it was looking like a man diving in his dream. Rather, I mean, it's rather true. his nightmare. I'd be, re- I mean, I'd be reluctant to to really stick the boot into De Gea personally. But I mean, how at did least you he feel? at least he dived. That was my that was my thought. So, did you think it was is that bad? Really, I think it's soft. Yeah, I think I, mean, I think it is. I think it is soft. I can I can okay. understand. I can understand. And and to be fair, it took me a few rewatches of the first goal, the first volley, to. Realise it didn't actually go straight in the top corner, but the but the you know the ferocity of the hit, caught, caught so the time cold. it caught, caught, caught everyone cold. Let's mm. be fair. Um, I thought the second goal he, he could have done a bit better. I thought he was a bit too in his own, own head after the first goal as well. Possibly. I thought I, I wouldn't say United were because City's dominant mm-hmm. is such that you just need to be you need to over egg your own ability to mm-hmm. go toe go toe to toe with them yeah. in a footballing sense rather than literally the players yeah, yeah, they yeah, play. Yeah. Um, but I thought, you know, just to go back quickly to what Jim said um, at the start about like almost psyching yourself out, they they are so they are so good at avoiding the press that they kind of embarrass you when they do that. Yeah. Like John Stones, there was a period where I mean, he what an incredible last couple of months mm, he's had, by mm. the way. Um, but there was a moment where he took out four United players with one turn. Yeah. yeah. They weren't necessarily all near him, but everyone was going one way and he was going the other. Yeah. Um, and that in itself is quite deflating. And they had a lot of those moments to the extent that. You know, we we haven't we haven't actually spoken about the penalty yet, yeah, but jeez, yeah. uh, that could have been without that goal, it could have been a bit of a bloodbath. Well, that's the funny thing is that I was going to say, Jim, that, that Manchester City were, were pretty much in control. I mean, there was a moment towards the end of the game where 
Manchester United hit the bar and it was, you know, a bit of a melee. And well, McTom- if McTominay, fuck, it's like, if he has a better touch there, something, <laughs> something happens. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's the second steal in 90 minutes. But Sure, yeah. I mean, to, to yeah, exactly. But, but other than that, I mean, Man City were pretty much in control. Yeah. And I mean, I suppose from Manchester United's point of view, they'll think, ah, oh, but really two softish goals. Certainly the second one, you, you would argue. Avoidable. Them. But then the fact say. is, but those goals did go in. So therefore yeah. Manchester City didn't need to find a second one. Because I think this is the other thing. The, yeah. There is definitely a sense that they, they had more gears to go through if they mm-hmm. needed it. Mm-hmm. And all, all, I wonder if this is easy to just project onto it, but wonder if they're saving a little bit because oh, they've still it, got absolutely. the Champions League final, which yeah. is astonishing to watch in game. Yeah, I, yeah. I was struck by how strange this game might seem if you you didn't really know much about football when you watched it because there's one team just strolling around mm-hmm. at a, really a quite slow pace, just knocking the ball around between each other and another one just not really trying to stop them do that, mm-hmm. which would look really strange if you didn't know the context of yeah, what City yeah. do when you come at them with, yeah. with pace. But that's the that's the kind of the, um, uh, the what, what word, not bluff, but the... You know, the, the Man City, they're it's not the, strolling. It's, it's the reputation, isn't it? No, no, no. What I was going to say is that one can think, and obviously I'm not saying you were saying this, but one can think that they're strolling and just knocking it around. They've got so much fo- focus and yeah. intensity and purpose. Oh, 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 and the it, ball it's... is where it's where it is for a reason. Totally. Oh, three yeah. or four different reasons that you can't see. And of course, if you go in and try and pounce in that situation, yeah. then suddenly there's the turn of pace. Well, it, well, it's, and John it, Stones is taking three players out with a single turn. <laughs> well, it, it's bait, isn't it? Totally. Yeah. yeah. And, it, yeah. and it's, it, it's, it's, it's absolutely, in pure footballing terms, Whatever one may think about the ownership and the money and all that, in pure football terms, it is utterly magnificent. Yeah, the even the the lead up to Manchester United's equaliser, the thing I found interesting was um, there was a period there where it actually took United maybe about thirty seconds to actually start knocking the ball ball around, because they'd brought the ball into City's half, mm-hmm. City were were standing off them because rightly they figured United don't play particularly quickly mm-hmm. we can react to everything we do we don't yeah. necessarily need to be proactive yeah, yeah. and the quicker United pass the ball that was essentially what led to Bissaka being free mm-hmm. on that side and heading the ball into Grealish's arm for a deserved penalty oh, go on then we'll talk about the penalty <laughs> uh, uh, very controversial I mean, people have very strong opinions about this yeah. did you think it was a penalty? I suppose there are two questions there a, no, I didn't. Yeah. And as soon as they started looking at it, I thought penalty. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> so give that. we know the rules are going yeah. to give that a penalty. So we know yeah. that when you read the rules and so on, blah, blah, blah. blah I blah, thought blah, Grealish, blah. Even, like, even in his anger at the end of the game, talking about it, I, I cut, cut to the core of it, really. He's like, he's like I'm not even looking. Yeah. And I can, he was like, I can understand if I was turned the other way and it hit my hand. Mm. But, you know, what did, yeah. what is he supposed to do? I mean, you... Where your arms are is, you know, is based on balance, right? Yeah, you, you can't sort of unbalance yourself so in the on the off chance that the ball might hit you. Presumably, you don't think it was a penalty. Well, I th- I'm the same as if you. If you were making by, the rules, by the, yeah. If I were making the rules, I, I would um, try and look at that. But I, I think this is one of those things that um, is impossible to have mm. um, a completely fair and completely yeah. um, rational rule on. I the argument that's been put forth a lot is that um, a penalty is, you know essentially a 75% chance of a goal. Yeah. And is that infringement really worth that? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we'd all agree no. So people are talking about indirect free kicks in the box potentially or mm-hmm. making the penalty mm-hmm. box smaller as solutions to it. I'm not sure we want to be changing the size of the penalty box because that, that sounds a bit mad. Yeah. But I think 
yeah, maybe something like an indirect free kick in that in that situation is. Mm. We should we could void the game and play it again, then, couldn't we? You, you want to lose by and lose again? No, no right. I take, we'll, to be honest, I would we'll take void a that one as well. Take a two-one loss, I would. No, I'm, I'm I'm quitting without saving, starting again. Fish, fish. Manchester United players have got a silver medal okay, <laughs> right now. That, that could be taken off them if they they play the yeah. game again. Well, I think that it's. It was, I mean, it was a lifeline to Manchester United, and Bruno Fernandes is not going to pass up that opportunity. But again, it was. Really, I suppose you could say delaying the inevitable, um, and it was it was <laughs> it was interesting to see the Manchester City players after the game because there was a few of them. Haaland was one, Grealish was another. They were going one more, one more. Yeah. And uh, so there's this determination now. Talking about the treble, which obviously they'd been sort of a little bit coy or quiet on. Whereas even Guardiola, as I said at the start, he said, "Right now we can talk about the well, treble." Yeah, but like, but that's that's obvious, isn't it? It the, is the, obvious. It, it's the only one left. But I wonder. No, of course, of course. Fundamentally, it feels like the. Th- that approach there, one more left, is is the right. I think is the right way to to do it. To you stay have, focused, you celebrate that victory, and you yeah, go, but we're not done. Yeah, yet. Okay. because they did celebrate it. You know, mm. there's videos from the dressing room of Jack Grealish's Gucci bag taking a pounding because <laughs> the kit man, you know, skidded into it. Like they were obviously yeah. enjo- enjoying it to a point. There was none of that going on when we were in that dressing room. No, we well, we just didn't think to skid around. Yeah. Pete left early. What about when Pete was wet? You could have got him along the floor. Yeah, um, he he missed opportunity. Did, do you know what? He probably did it when none of us were looking. <laughs> do you know what I mean? He probably released a video soon enough. I don't know. We shall see. Um, yeah, Man City team uh, had a, a little rendezvous with Elton John at Manchester they Airport. Did. Yeah, I think he just happened to be there. Yeah, wanted to say hello. <laughs> Wasn't a rendezvous. Was it? <laughs> not a planned one. It's really weird. <laughs> It's not that weird. He was performing in Manchester. All oh, right, and he was just well, hanging around the airport so for a couple of days. Be, <laughs> happened to be on the airfield. Wouldn't he be going? <laughs> happened to be on the tarmac. Anyone, is he a pilot? Anyone need a, anyone need a lift anyway? He's more of a rocket man. There you go. Why is he coming through arrivals then? Surely he'd be going the other way. I don't know. Or were they playing at the same time? Uh, why are you asking me stuff I don't know? I don't know. Are you the one he brought it up. <laughs> Have well, they yeah. met in the passport queue? Fine, I'll accept that. Uh, they had a sing song, didn't they? Did they? Yes. A lot of the Man City... You, uh, you'd forgive me for not watching all of Man City's <laughs> celebration videos. <laughs> but you're a big Sir Elton John fan. I you thought... know what? I could take or leave him, actually. Really? I do like Benny and the Jets. but that's, I think that's about it. Uh, surely Yellow Brick Road. Yellow Brick Road? Did he write that? Good. I've got that right, haven't I? <laughs> Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. Yeah, that's him, yeah. <laughs> or uh, not... Yeah, they, uh, Rocket Man, as Jim said, that's a great one. Saturday yeah. night's all right for fighting. Maybe they had a big Your fight. Song. That is my song. No, that, yeah. that, that little girl ruined it. Which little Ellie girl? Ellie Goulding. She, right. She's Listen. short, isn't she? She's not little. Unbelievable. Um, that would be quite funny, though, if like for some reason a big fight came out, like went off between them, and obviously it would be on a Saturday night. It'd be fitting, wouldn't it? So, so you are <laughs> Guardiola and Sir Elton going at it on the, on the runway. If something had been said. Taken the wrong way somehow. Uh, we beat your lot six 0 last yeah. time. It was only two one yeah. this time. And, well, I'm like, no, I've had enough of this. Yeah. <laughs> he's in his tracksuit. You know, yeah. you can get he's involved. Ready? He's always in a tracksuit, isn't he? <laughs> he is. It's not. It's always velour though. It's not a fighting tracksuit. <laughs> What's a fighting tracksuit? I don't know. Like a shell suit. Well, like soon. I, th- I think that's worse than a velour suit, isn't it? You're going to get far less like movement in a shell suit. <laughs> Really? Yeah. The shell suit's got that little thing inside it, isn't it? And then you've got the, the plasticky shell over the top of it. That's the worst That's the worst type of fighting I suit. I do know what you mean, though. You want a, a nylon, the classic sort of... Uh... I mean, to wipe the blood off easily. Yeah, but true enough, yeah. Well, there was no fighting, uh, as, as, you know, that we You are disappointed that Elton John hasn't piled into the City squad there. <laughs> 
<laughs> I am a little bit as well, actually. I can't think of it. <laughs> I think he's a disgrace. <laughs> um, <laughs> Imagine if breaking, the, <laughs> breaking news, Harlan and Dapp were the Champions League final. <laughs> Got sparked out by so got Harland in a headlock. Absolutely sucker punched him. <laughs> you wouldn't, you wouldn't see it coming. You wouldn't. If I've been, if well, you I say something like that John, about a man called Benny. <laughs> <laughs> oh dearie me! Yeah. Where does this leave Manchester United, Vish? Not, oh, not Sir Elton John. No, no, I do. Um, <laughs> it's been a good season. It has, it has, but um, kind of similar to. Um, you know the Villarreal defeat. There was, um, you know, in the in the Europa League final. There's an element of like, you know, I don't seem to take much from these disappointments, or certainly take as much as I should. I should probably That's say a very different loss to this one. It is, it is. But but there was, you know, it was it was interesting that um, Eric Ten Hag uh, watched the, you know, as all um, losing teams do in in those kind of finals. You know, they watched. United, um, City collect the trophy and celebrate and he said in his press conference afterwards that A, it was the respect, it's the respectful thing to do mm-hmm. and B, also like you should you should watch that and, and learn from that disappointment yeah. and, and basically take that feeling mm-hmm. and do what you can use it as motivation mm-hmm. f- to never feel like that again Yeah, and I certainly abide by that I think this this United team of even the way this season has panned out they've taken a lot of pace things mm-hmm. there's, there's been a lot of emotional <clears throat> lows there and I do think elements of that are unsustainable. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean going to the well and things like that. I think like you, this, this is a United team with a lot of good parts, a lot of, a lot of parts that you know, need to be shipped out and it does need some replacements in some quite key areas. But I also, I also do think that they're, they're all very aware of their own mortality. And I think in, in, a, in a sport... What do you think is going to happen? Well, no. <laughs> in a sporting context, I mean, okay. but they're, they're very aware of their flaws, and even when they do well, the the, the uh, bad times never feel that far away. Uh-huh. And I think they need to spend a lot of this summer basically rebuilding that kind of that bulletproof mentality that you need. Like Arsenal had it for large parts of the season, but do you not think it's because their city rivals are? I think, I think there's, there is there is definitely a, a bit of little brother syndrome in that, I think which, which, is some, which is something a Manchester United team has never really had to deal with no. to this level, and it's only getting bigger. And I yeah, suppose they need right. to make that gap. And I think they look at Man City and go, "We'll never be able to get to that level." Yeah, look at the size of him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh dear. Well, um, yeah, as I say, it's been a good season though for Manchester United. No, uh, when all things considered uh, and it's been an incredible one for Manchester City and it's not over yet they've still got that Champions League final alright everybody let's have a quick break Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills, or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. Otra vez, dale, dale, dale. Bien, bien. Good, uno cero. Dale, Victor. Come on, Victor. Come on, Gonzalo. Bien, bien, Pizarro. Good, good. I like this kind of work. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. Because he doesn't have that kind of work anymore. He doesn't. Um, welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. Um, I have never had such a response to a story on Twitter before in all my life. We f- we recorded a day early our, our preview show last week mm. because we were in the Wembley changing rooms. Of course, you're not going to get access to them the day before the cup final. We're very pleased with ourselves. We talked. We even mentioned Fizzer and into Miami. We and did. Messi, of course. Um, all you know that 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 story that's sort of bubbling away and blah, blah, blah. And then what happens? Phil Neville gets sacked after yeah. we recorded. Well, at least we we you know we spoke about him. We gave him his flowers, so to speak. <laughs> In a weird way. He was sacked hours after our recording on Thursday. We always record on a Friday. <laughs> yeah. Of all the bloody... So, yeah, yeah we're the victims here. Yeah, we yeah. are. You Also, you say this like, A, it's a huge story. It's not. Yeah. And, and, Start in the second and half. And B, B, that it wasn't coming. And, yeah. that, and let me throw a C in there, that this wasn't overdue either. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we were talking about Phil Neville potentially managing Messi, just hanging in, hanging in there long enough for even the photo yep. if the Inter Miami Barcelona deal happens. That can't happen. Well, I tell it? you what, Phil Neville can't manage Messi. Also, the way you started the story yeah. was that the idea that Messi's now even now unlikely to come because no. Neville's not there. He's, yeah, well, that's it. I think that that Messi. That's it. That's, of course it is. That was one of Messi's stipulations. <laughs> I don't know what, you know, I need a new club. I've conquered Europe many times over. Blah, 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 blah. I've come to into Miami, but you need to get rid of him. And then I'll come along. <laughs> um, that's what it is. David Beckham released a statement explaining the decision. He said, Phil made a real contribution to the culture of our club. With Doing his, what? With his qualities as a leader and knowledge as a coach. That's what. Sometimes in this game, we have to make the toughest decisions. Sadly, we feel the time is right to make 
a change. The time is not right, David. The time to make a change was was ages ago, but you've finally done it. But they are friends, and it's obviously tough. Fizzer leaves the job with a 38.89% win percentage. So that's more of a just more than a than a third of the games he won. Yeah, it's not bad, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, poor old Fizzer. Well, is it surprising that a man who doesn't like the concept of friends mm. hasn't been the best leader? Maybe that news finally got leaked to David Beckham. He's like, "What does he not have any mates? Not even me, right? Get rid. Mm. I'm off to the cup final in Wembley. It's can um... I have a knighthood." <laughs> <laughs> if, I sack, if I sack Phil Neville come in, like, surely everyone will enjoy that services to Inter Miami um, uh, yeah so Fizz has gone poor old Fizz <laughs> oh dear but yeah so I mean I've, I've, I, I, there's a, I would imagine that, that, that we have some Inter Miami fans listening because if we don't then I, you know, I don't know what I've got to do to court your leadership, but they're going to get a lot less mentions now. Let's be honest. They are. Well, it depends, doesn't it? David Beckham's still there. It's you know, there's there's still a chance that he might, you know, put another one of his mates in charge. Yeah. I mean, who would who do you reckon would fit into, let's say, South Beach and uh-huh. just the general culture of partying? I'll tell you. I'll tell you and who I'm hedonism thinking. in Miami. Who? Yeah. Big Sam Allardyce. Well, Ooh, and, uh, come on. Gold chain round his neck, fist pumping to Rihanna, <laughs> living on top of a massive tower, you know, you know, getting a helicopter to training. You every know day. exactly who I'm thinking of, and he he for some reason features in odds for the for what job was it? The Tottenham job. It was the Tottenham job. <laughs> oh, we're going early on this. Yeah, we we might as well. You brought you brought up Phil Neville inexplicably uh-huh. at the start of this half. We might as well jump to where you're going to go to finish this show. Up. I genuinely wasn't going to. Um, Let's do it now. No, I want to. F- I want to finish with Sven. As, as, uh, um, Sven Joran Eriksson, yeah, it'd be perfect for him. I mean, he's currently 30 to 1 to take the Spurs job. Mm. That's worth a quid, isn't it? 30 to 1. <laughs> Those odds should be way higher. Or should be way lower, really, if, if they really... You know. It's worth a quid. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's toss it in a fountain. <laughs> um, I, yeah, Post it directly to him. <laughs> that would be... <laughs> that would, I mean, I think, think about what Sven... No underwear in this. <laughs> <laughs> Sven and David, they got on very well, of course. Yeah, um, I think. I, I, yeah, I think that would be a match made in heaven. Uh, to be perfectly honest, um, yeah. Tomorrow we we've got a, a special farewell to Fizza um, plan, so keep an eye out for that. By the way, um, but I would like to ask any Inter Miami fans who listen to the show, who would you like to take over from Fizza? Where do you go from this? Hard act to follow, my goodness. But I would say that um, in other footballing Never been a better time to have that job. Sam Allardyce has uh, departed from Leeds United, of course. That's not a surprise, really, is it? Uh, He now holds the record for the shortest managerial reign in Premier League history, just 30 days. Which is slightly unfair because it was probably only going to last this long anyway. Well, Leeds CEO Angus Kinnear said, we thank Sam for being brave enough to step in and do all he could to save us. Did Allardyce write that statement for him? <laughs> to, to be honest, I mean, it's quite hard to be, it's quite hard to sneer at this, isn't it? It is. I mean, he, re- he really, really was up he was against on a, it. He was on a hiding to nothing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, he, you know, I mean, some people might he say. He didn't have time to get them to. No, totally not. Um, it was been reported, though, that he wanted to stay at Leeds in an upstairs role and help the club find their next manager. Was this after slagging off the whole squad? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't want to go down there. Yeah. They hate me. I don't know. Can I sit up there with you? No, <laughs> get out. <laughs> anyway, let's get back to proper footballing matters, shall we? Celtic beat Inverness Caledonia Thistle 3-1 
uh, on Saturday to win the Scottish Cup final and set a new world record by winning their eighth domestic treble. I mean, I, look, people might say, oh, well, it's Celtic and of course they're going to win and so on. It's incredible. Yeah, that it's is absolutely bad. incredible. Look, for the rest of Scotland, it is boring. boring yeah, it absolutely. really is boring. Let, 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 let's be perfectly honest. But that shows you what an amazing job and what an amazing time Celtic have been having because surely any football club is you want everyone to be bored of you winning, if you see what I mean, because it shows you are winning and winning and winning. I mean, in England, we could say we're a bit bored of Manchester City winning and winning and winning, mm. but um, this and is... There is no sense of the Celtic fans that they're bored of it. Either, no, exactly, exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the thing is that the Scotland... You used to have a two-horse race, and I think as Kevin Bridges says, you know, one of the horses got shot, you know, yes. put down or whatever. And again, Sad it, Ken. It, it, <laughs> a lovely bottom reference, but uh, it shows you also the incredible job Stephen Gerrard did in that season mm. to stop Celtic, and winning. he's shit. Yeah, right. What's your what's the takeaway then? <laughs> I don't know. Can't be Scotland. You might have I a chance. To, okay, but an eighth domestic treble is is very very impressive, and a fifth trophy at Celtic. For Joe Hart. Yeah. It is nice to have, to, to see Joe Hart in a home where he's, where he's loved exactly. and he feels welcome and he's doing well. Well, you know, he was going around the houses when he loaned deals and all that kind of stuff. He popped up at Spurs for a short while and now look at him, Vish, winning trophies. Yeah. Well done, Joe Hart. Yeah. yeah. You're not, no comment on well, that? Well, no, I, I, I would generally be quite heartened if, um, no pun intended, um, <laughs> if there was a situation where, say, Sam Johnson pulls out and they like Joe come back really come back into the squad as a hype man I'm just fascinated as to to why certain England players stick in in the affections of Marcus Speller Joe Hart Fizzer loves them like do you care what Wayne Bridge is up to yeah like, Ma- yeah, very much yeah. so yeah, his his wife is on the some of the adverts on the London Underground. She is. Yeah, so presumably <laughs> he took, or whatever. took the photo. Did he? You know, he's. he's did he? Did <laughs> See, look, he just doesn't have the same passion. Yeah. You can hear it. He hasn't got the do same think, passion. Do you for think Wayne Bridge? Wayne Bridge is going around the London Underground putting photos of his wife on, <laughs> on billboards? I think that's an official thing. Um, but yes, uh, but Ange Postecoglou said after the game, "It's not time to talk about my future." which clearly indicates that he's going to Spurs. Before the cup final, he said, look, you know, we, I'm not going to say anything. We, our focus is on the cup final. All that kind of general stuff, not denying it, not saying no. Bloody, bloody, blah. I mean, I don't understand why some managers just don't lie, you know, and just go, no, there's no, no truth in it. Anyway, next. Because you end up looking like a dickhead. No, because I mean, but isn't, yeah, I suppose so. Tottenham are reported to have reached a verbal agreement with uh, Ange Postecoglou to be their next manager. And uh, that is to be expected to be unveiled in the, in the coming days. I mean, again... It's the, divided the, the fan base, isn't it? It has, but but the, the, where he's come from in the game, to be on the verge of taking a massive Premier League club yeah. with the kind of budget that they probably should have, whether they will do, we, we, we don't know. But that kind of money, compared to Celtic, is, is, is huge. He'll be managing some... I mean, if Harry Kane's still there, we'll come on to him in a sec. You know, it's It's extraordinary. Yeah, you it's know, reach, reach for the stars, kids. Absolutely. Is what I'm I mean, he's 58. It's taken him a long, long time yeah. to sort of build up this CV and build up this this currency and this credit in the bank. Mm. And I think it's a really interesting appointment. I can completely understand why Spurs fans might be underwhelmed by it or a little bit. Yeah, but I think um, they're going off. They're going off the, the obviously his, his look, and why that is the case is because they're looking at his CV and going, well, hang on, 
who are the big sides he's managed. But Celtic are a huge club and there's pressure there despite them winning all those trophies. But the way... It's a bit like when Brendan Rodgers went to Celtic. Yeah. People think that it is just a given that you're going to win domestic mm. trebles. Of course it's easier to win a domestic treble. But it's about Celtic. the domination, isn't it? It's about the domination and the manner in which you do it. And to... Um, you know, there are hard acts to follow as well sometimes in football. And and so when when Rodgers went up there and, and cleaned up, I think people were a bit sniffing. Go, well, he never won the league at Liverpool. He never he got sacked by yeah. them. It's kind of like, well, no, but actually the job he did there was very, very impressive. You can still do a really good job at somewhere yeah. like Celtic. And I think the way that his players uh, enjoy playing for him, the, the kind of figure he cuts, the organisation and all the rest of it, I actually think that's not a bad appointment. We shall see. I understand there's an element of gamble because he's never managed in the Premier League. Well, status managers haven't really done much for Spurs. But exactly, Vish. Yeah. I mean, this guy... It depends on what the remit is, really, doesn't it? I yeah. suppose um, a crack at the top four is is really mm-hmm. best-case scenario, I suppose. They're not going to be going for a title anytime soon, are they? So that's, that's still... Yeah, quite a significant improvement on last season. Mm-hmm. But if he's got a two-year contract with yeah. an option for the third, I think they they do need to build something again, don't they? And he, you know, he, he's earned the right to be in that conversation. I, th- mm. I think it's I think it's interesting. Yeah, I do as well. There's there's an element of like you can't necessarily take too many cues from what he's done at Celtic because of their dominance and mm. you know even uh, even just like the way they play week to week where you could have more of the ball. Mm-hmm. Spurs obviously not going to play like that. But then if you look further back in his career. I suppose let's talk specifically with Australia, where you're mm-hmm. you're picking from a specific pool of players of, of you know limited talent. We should say that, and getting them to compete, and then looking at all the very all the different systems that he's used. Whether it's I suppose if, now we're talking about Spurs, whether it's five at the back, three at the back, or four at the back, he clearly is someone who knows how to put players into systems, work with what he's got, and as you said before, Mark, it's like clearly an engaging character, clearly someone who knows that there is a little bit more to football than just what ha- happens, you know, mm-hmm. 90 minutes on a Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think I think he'll be good for them, especially if they're going to be contending with life beyond Harry Kane, wherever it is mm-hmm. Kane ends up in. You, you do need a little bit of a restart without having a complete refresh. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I genuinely think he'd be, he's going to be really exciting. I think the football they're going to play is going to be fascinating to see. And I also think just Andy Postacoglu behind a mic is... Yeah. is you know, is pretty you know pretty good viewing. And also, the interesting thing is that when Spurs have hired Jose Mourinho, Antonio um, uh, uh, Conte, and, and and whatnot, it's not the biggest job they've had. No, and they get frustrated, understandably so. Whereas he'll go there and he'll be like, okay, I'm not I'm not saying he's going to be like a you know a kid in a sweet shop necessarily. You know, the guy's got um, you know. It, 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 the guy that deserves respect and he's, you know, he's got his um, standards and all the rest of it, but it will be a bigger budget than he's probably had before. He will be managing players, the, the, the level of player that he's never managed before. With that could indeed come with him less expectation or less anger mm. at certain decisions being made. Again, I'm not saying he's there to make up the numbers. I'm not saying he's there and and if silly decisions are made, he's going to go, oh, well, you know, this is just brilliant to, that I can spend a few more quid and work with, you know, Harry Kane or Hyun Min Song or whatever but perhaps what's been going on at the club with some of the toxicity and so on maybe they need someone who's a little bit more of a clean slate at that level well yeah I mean there's a sense of stalled momentum with Spurs and it it comes obviously from uh, those managerial appointments that for, for whatever reason haven't worked out and obviously they finished eighth last season so he will be able to improve on that you would think so mm-hmm. it's um, it, it's really interesting yeah Will Harry Kane be there? 
That is the question because um, Karim Benzema has uh, left Real Madrid after uh, 14 glorious years. It's fair to say, what a player! More goals than Raúl. If Ronaldo wasn't there, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, mm. and obviously that's a you get into the realms of uh, what about are we there? But you know, Raúl was the king there for mm. a long time, mm. and very very quietly, Karim Benzema has gone gone about eclipsing his numbers for Real Madrid. It's, he is an unbelievable footballer. Yeah, just yeah, absolutely brilliant and. In the twilight of his time at Real Madrid as well, really, really turned. You know, I really love though that he got his moment in the limelight. Yes. He got to be their main 100%. man for a few yes. seasons. Definitely, uh, I mean, yeah, wins the Champions League that time as well. Yeah. Obviously, because you're probably bound to. Um, but he's he's leaving. He may well be going to Saudi Arabia. Um, of course. Have you seen some of the figures re- reported? Go on. Like a start, like six hundred forty-three million over like three or four years. That's not happening. It's absurd. Yeah, well, but that's where he's. Can I have um, a tenner? He's, <laughs> that's where he's uh, reportedly going. He scored his three hundred and fifty fourth goal for Real Madrid in his final appearance yesterday, which was a nice little send off for him. Um, reports though that Harry Kane is being lined up to replace him. I big I, talk. I think Harry Kane wants that Premier League record. Mm. I don't think he'll go to Real Madrid. So, yeah. so, so I I agree with that as well. He would um, like some and, trophies and, though and, in his and, career. You, you know, and Manchester United are are in for him. I think they're putting together a move at the moment, and obviously I want that to happen. And I understand, you know, being the Premier League's leading scorer has its own, you know, clout. But that is that can't be his motivation for staying purely I agree. because. What what does it mean? Like mm. someone, um, I'm stealing this from someone who posted it on Twitter yesterday, and it was it's a very funny tweet, but it cuts to the core of it. So what he just wants to see his name at the top mm. of a match of the day graphic. No, exactly. well, I, I think what Man United have got to do is convince him that they can win trophies there, which at the, at the moment sure. looks really really difficult. So I think they have to go. Look, Harry, we're going to sign this player and this player and that player. We're going to give Slabhead some money to leave, etc. 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 They have really really got to sell him a project there, I know. which is difficult. And at yeah. Real Madrid, it's very very different. But I, I just wonder if that will um, be more appealing to him. I would have thought Every, he, everyone involved has to sell him on a project. Yeah, definitely. Uh, possibly but, apart but, from Real Madrid. But, but I would I would hope his motivation for staying in England, staying in the Premier League, is based on whatever Manchester United sell him. And because if he's not convinced that and he still still goes to Manchester United or stays at Spurs, I mean, it's, it's not. You know, his career he can do what he wants. But I feel like there's something about that Real Madrid move that could just not just a trophy, but just tick mm-hmm. him up a level. Yeah, I agree with you. I think Daniel Levy's plan will be to hold him to his contract so that Man United and Real Madrid are both forced to go elsewhere so that they don't need a striker next season and then spend this season trying to convince him to sign a, sign a new deal. Well, it, yeah, Spurs, I mean, need to spend big, let's be honest. Um, Imagine how to. much Charlie Kane is sweating right now, by the way. <laughs> I can't fuck this up again. Yeah, I think with Kane, I, I always get the impression he wants to stay in England. I'd be very surprised if he left Real Madrid. There's sort of the kind of the quotes he comes out with, the kind of you know, he clearly wanted to go to Manchester City that time. I think he wants to win trophies here. I think he wants to win a Premier League. Uh, yeah, medal. I also think, and this isn't necessarily to say that you know he's a typical narrow-minded Brit or whatever, but I, mm. I also, but I also think you know he's got a young family. I think yeah. he's got three kids. Um, it's quite hard to ask your family to do that it's for you. It's a big you. move. Yeah. It is it's a huge move, especially Sometimes bear in mind that you live that. at home. You know, they they live around their family. Now mm-hmm. that that yeah. is a big deal, mm-hmm. and that that shouldn't be shouldn't just be dismissed because oh, you don't want to win a trophy. You mm-hmm. know. Yeah, I I, I think yeah, that the, the Premier League top scorer thing I think would be a, a fantastic 
achievement and a bonus, but I don't think that's what mm. I think. I think I'd be surprised because you know he's top scorer in Spurs history. That was a, that was a big thing to tick off. But he wanted to move before that. Let's be honest. That yeah. interview we did with Gary Neville that we can forget. But that I mean that was mm. one could say that was really piss poor behaviour. It's been sort of quite well managed that, hasn't it? Because it it's forgotten about. If you compare it to Wayne Rooney, he was agitating to move yeah. from United a lot, and that's that's been well remembered. Another thing with this as well, we talk about Kane potentially, you know, not wanting to leave England for family reasons or or you know all the various reasons he might stay in England. Um, I've been to the Bernabeu. Mm. I wanted to play for Real Madrid the moment I walked in there. Like they have a pull that is yeah, that they is do. unique. And if if you know they're interested in you, that's all they it need. Might... That Perez, all Perez needs to go is just come and watch a game, come for a little tour. And you're yeah. right, he would walk around and be like, I know this is an evil empire, but oh, I want to be a oh, part of it. Yeah, hand me a red lightsaber. Totally. Oh God, I am like I'm forty now, but. <laughs> And there was never any suggestion that I might have anything resembling a future in the game. But if I, if I just, or if I nip to the gym now and just come back later and see if there's any jobs going, like yeah. it's 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 such an appealing place. Yes, it is. It was so appealing that it made me watch through goal, the movie, the second one, the second yeah. one, yeah, very true. And I was like, well, you know, that that was I could understand that. But even like even as facetious as that point is. That's the natural end point to that kind of story. Yeah. You play for Real Madrid, mm-hmm. and that isn't lost in this current generation of totally, yeah. football at the moment. Hugo Lloris has said he wants to leave Tottenham Hotspur this summer. He I said, think that's good for both parties. Well, he said it's an end of an era. I have a desire for something else. Presumably a desire to win trophies, because as we know, a lot of players, when they leave Spurs, they win trophies, as we've that's seen true. recently with Toby Alderweireld. Oh, my God. That was... An astonishing end to a really confusing league. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't know how the Belgian league works... No one does. Don't ask me. Google it and good luck to you. It turns into a, a tiered playoff system, doesn't mm. it? Where the top four teams play each other twice. Um, and then there's a Europa League equivalent and relegation is is has got a similar element to it as well with the sort of... Um, third from bottom place team playing a team from the division below it. It's like basically the national team has dropped off a lot now. So Belgium don't get to be the, you know, the hipsters team of choice. So I think they've gone, well, maybe if we make our domestic league really confusing, yeah. then we can attract the hipsters that way. Yeah. But it's paid off with this this season. Well, a, astonishing ending. Aldevaro was an absolute beauty. Yeah, what a goal. Right, he, right at the end. He always said he would return to play for Antwerp, didn't he? And, and then we, he's, he's won them the league with essentially the last kick of the game. Their first league, screamer. Their first league title in 66 years. Incredible. <laughs> what a return. And he's 34. That's what leaving Spurs do to you. <laughs> and I said, the aforementioned Joe Hart, look how many trophies he's won since leaving Spurs. I'm more astonished that Toby Alderweireld is 34. Yeah, that mm. blows my mind a little bit. Yeah, true enough. Um, so yeah, more motivation for Harry Kane to leave. Not necessarily the Belgian league, but, you know, we, we would imagine. Um, of course, uh, AC Milan. I think he'd thrive there. Yeah, well, AC Milan are looking for a new talisman, aren't they, Jim? They are, yeah. Not Zlatan's that, gone. He's retired his retirement. I mean, he didn't really play that much this season. No. Uh, he is 41 but and Zlatan, has had injuries. But, but, but Zlatan Ibrahimovic will no longer play football. Yeah. I Obviously, Benzema hasn't retired. He's just left Real Madrid. Mm. But this feels like an era-defining retirement. Yeah, I know yeah. what you mean. This was like... The, you know, even I suppose you know Messi and Ronaldo were the were the primary like football became the NBA type thing where you support a superstar rather than necessarily a team. Yeah, but Zlatan was always that person who was above any team he played to his detriment in some some instances. But this genuinely, I, I'm I'm still, you know, I, I think it'll take a bit of time to actually comprehend 
this this yeah. particular retirement. There was always this idea with Zlatan, obviously completely incorrectly, that I oh, wouldn't cut it in the Premier League. It was always this really sort of stupid, very reductive idea about him. Mm. Uh, he was aware of it because that's a man whose ego can be pricked. Let's be honest. <laughs> and he was, you know, even then he was he was into his thirties, wasn't he? When he when he came oh, yeah. came over, he was fantastic. Shut everybody up. Yeah. Well, fantastic he was, is his first season. I mean, he scored twenty eight goals in forty six games in that first year for Manchester United. Which, on paper, is a hell of a record for a yeah. guy that old. I thought it was a very, very brave and bold move that he came to Manchester United at that age, considering that he wasn't as mobile as he has been. We know he's, he's you know, forever young, and you know, he just retired at forty-one, playing in Serie A for crying out loud. I think when he moved on from Manchester United, it was time to do it because people said he kind of held up the play sometimes, and they weren't as quick. Yeah, to a point. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting when you speak to people and read about um, the period at United after he left. Yeah. Because he took something out of that dressing room, yeah. which, which only he brought. He mm. had a, a level of discipline. He had a almost a uh, well spoken because it's Ibrahimovic and unspoken um, just effect on on how everyone carried themselves. Yeah, and this idea they're like, come on, not even just like you play for Manchester United, but I'm I'm playing here as well. Mm-hmm. We're taking this a bit more seriously. Yeah, Yeah. He, um, th- there's really interesting stuff about. Um, I don't want to get into it too much, but in terms of like his effect on Paul Pogba was quite pronounced because Pogba really respected him. Yeah, and there was a sense that with him there, and he's also one of those players that other footballers respect. Yeah, full mm. stop. And so I, I suppose I've just explained it there, but someone like Pogba being deferential to him mm-hmm. was quite a big deal, mm-hmm. and he genuinely held the place together at a time when, well, as we saw. You know, eventually afterwards, it did fall apart. But um, well, he, yeah, won, he was a big loss. He won a treble at Manchester United, <laughs> Europa League, League yeah. Cup, and the Community Shield. I he mean, didn't play in the Europa League final, but I think that was the only major European trophy he won in his career. Surprisingly, also, um, and maybe, uh, maybe, maybe we can throw Mbappe in this. But do you think he was one of the few players to go to PSG and be insulated because of who he was? Possibly. I mean, it was to at the time. Yeah, he left AC Milan after a successful period there, a couple of Serie A titles. And of course, they wouldn't win the league again until he returned when he was, was he 39 or 40? I forget now. It was, it was absolutely incredible when he went back there. Um, um, yeah. and, 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 he and, won league titles everywhere. Yeah, I mean, it, it, so since he, when he went back to um, AC Milan in 2019, you know, you look at the time he played at Milan, he's 78 appearances, 37 goals. He's not. He's not there just for a good time. He's he's contributing. I mean, in the twenty twenty one season, he scored seventeen goals in all competitions. He scored nineteen. Uh, sorry, he, he scored fifteen in the league in nineteen appearances. Yeah, That's just just different gravy. This is the man is is an absolute giant of the game, and I think because he played in a time of Messi and Ronaldo, you can forget his numbers are incredible. Five hundred and eleven goals. In all, in every, in, in, in career total in in um, in, in um, club football and eight hundred and sixty six appearances, that is absolutely different class. Yeah. But again, because of Messi and Ronaldo skewing the stats, but he's like that that next one down. You've got those two are way out in front, and Ibrahimovic is not that far behind them. And mm-hmm. we should always remember that because every team he played for, it was absolute box office. And then you know there was a sense that oh he's actually got so much more left in the tank that he can go back to AC Milan. And as you say, it's not it's not just for a holiday. I think you can also make an argument that he is a club legend at Ajax, Juventus, Inter, PSG, Milan. and AC Milan. Yeah, which is quite astonishing. It is. I also think you know Manchester United have had. had a lot of brilliant players over the years. 
I still think it's quite cool that Zlatan Ibrahimovic played for Manchester United. I do. I, I, I totally agree with also, you. Also, we've got to mention the overhead kick against yeah. England. Oh, that was great. Yeah. <laughs> when they, when they, he had so many critics in this country for some reason. And then he does that, and it's and it. it, 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 I think it was any, it part of a hat trick? Uh, was yeah, it part of four? It was a four-two victory um, in away. A, a um, and Ryan Shawcross, yeah. as much as he as he tried, he couldn't get that one off the line. Also, was he responsible for the first viral goal? You know the the, the Ajax, Ajax goal. One. Yeah. Oh, possibly. when he rounded everybody. Yeah. Just yeah. Twi- some people twice. <laughs> yeah, it's just ridiculous. Um, just a phenomenal player. You you can go on and on and on and on and on. And you know w- w- the AC Milan fans bidded farewell to him with a huge Tifo reading goodbye um, in their final game against Verona last. Doesn't night. work. But... Um, but you get the the sentiment. Um, and Verona fans they were uh, booing him, weren't they? They were booing him. Yeah. And even when he's speaking um, in one of the many languages that is not his native tongue. He says, keep Boeing, this is the biggest moment in your year seeing me. You know, even then, you know, he's, he's a... Because one can think, is it a bit... Is it? Can it be contrived? And at times, you know, the whole I am Zlatan thing and so on, and it did get a little bit tiresome at times. Mm. But when you see him in that moment and he yeah. turns around like a comedian dissing a, dismissing yeah. a, 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 you know, um, a heckler, it's kind of like, yeah, he, he is that guy. Yeah. He is... Also, he's, he's probably not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Weird to see them in tears as well, see him in tears as well. Yeah. Like, yeah, just yeah, yeah. it's what a really beautiful moment. It's worth digging out the footage and, and watching his goodbye to Milan because it's, mm. um, it's really emotional. Yeah. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. What a way to finish the show. Yeah. Yeah. We'll there never we see the like again. No, I don't think we will. Thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble part of the ACAST Creator Network. Do follow us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube at Football Ramble. And don't forget to subscribe on your podcast app. There we are, everybody. We've got European finals uh, coming up. Of course, we will have a Ramble React after West Ham's big one on Wednesday night. So uh, do um, get involved there. Thank you very much, Jim Campbell. Thank you. Thank you for two stands, Ryan. Thank you. Thank you, Zlatan Ibrahimovic. See you soon. Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.